How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Reaction Monday on Sports Radio 610. Here's Payne and Pendergast. Hi, Payne and Pendergast with you on a Reaction Monday. We're reacting to Texans' win over the Colts yesterday. And it's detrimental effect on their draft capital, moving from number one overall to number two overall. The big story we're reacting to and that everybody's reacting to here in Houston, the Texans, for the second time in two years, have fired a coach after just one season, and they will now embark on their third head coaching search in three years trying to find their next head coach. Um, they did it quickly this time. Last year, they they let the Cully thing sit out there for a few days. And I do think the Cully firing was a bit of a surprise just because I, I think the thought was Cully's just going to be a caretaker until they kind of get everything sort of cleaned up cap-wise, draft capital, Deshaun getting traded and so forth. And they fired him after one year. Um, they fired Lovey Smith after one year. This one happened last night. In fact, in, in Cal McNair's statement, he said this, Nick Casario and I spoke with Lovey Smith tonight, that's Sunday night, and informed him that we will be moving in a different direction as an organization. That tells me that they had this decision made, be- obviously before the Colts game, um, and, and maybe for even longer than that, just based on how this, just how horrible this team was in the middle part of the season. I do think, Seth, that them firing Lovey quickly is probably an indicator. That combined with the fact that this is a more desirable job on paper this time around with the draft capital, the salary cap space. Like This is a bad team that is now designed to conventionally turn it around the way we've seen some other teams get back to respectability over the last couple of years, like the Lions who played last night. On Sunday Night Football, they were playing. They had nothing to play for, and they went into Green Bay and got a win over the Packers. They finished above 500 on the year. The Jets, I think, did a good job. They won seven games with a horrible quarterback situation this year. The Jags are maybe the the premier example of that this year, having won the division in the AFC South and really playing their best football at the end of the year. I think with all of those things on paper, it's set up to be a good job, and I think this coaching search is going to look a whole lot more conventional than the last two. Yeah. Where the last two, you really, even throughout the search, felt like, all right, the Texans seem to be operating on a different plane and not in a good way than the other teams that are looking for coaches right I now. I mean, there were, I mean, yeah, some of the candidates, if we were to go through the candidates from last year, uh, there was a whole lot of, I've never heard of that guy, and why are you not talking to these other guys that uh, everybody's talking to? Uh, it's um, And then there were oddities like 
Tony Dungy supposedly being part of the advisory board, uh, which was news to Tony Dungy. There were a lot of things. There was a search firm whose advice was seemingly ignored. Um, that was in the GM search. So, uh, yeah, there were a lot of weird things about it. I think that the circumstances are different. And honestly, this is, this is what I'll say. And uh, despite a narrative that somehow we talk about Jack Easterby all the time, Sean and I rarely talk about Jack Easterby because I know people are sick of it. Look, Jack Easterby, whether no matter where you are on the Jack Easterby truther spectrum, whether you think it was a whole bunch of conspiracy nonsense or whether you think that Jack Easterby was the root of all problems, it's a 100% reality that the perception of Jack Easterby was not a positive one by a lot of people outside the organization. So it becomes yet one more thing that had to be explained to candidates. When candidates are saying, all right, what what the hell is the deal with this Jack Easterby guy? Why am I hearing all this stuff about him? And please convince me that it's not going to be an issue. You don't have that obstacle right now. So whether you think that was fair or unfair, perception is reality in situations like this. And the perception was that Jack Easterby was a uh, – was, was, uh, a conniver. He was a conniver, he was. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss character. So there's that. That's removed. You have all these extra draft picks. You, by the way, don't have a quarterback who's accused of two dozen counts of sexual misconduct. That's, that's kind of a big deal and was a big deal when the last two coaching hires were made. And nobody knew what Deshaun was actually going to be traded for if at all. So there's there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic now compared to when these last two coaching hires were made. Yeah, and I guess it comes down to, you know, you and I can sit here and say how much better it is, and it is, just on paper, it's a better job. I guess what it comes down to when it comes to getting good candidates is how good a job do Nick Casario and Cal McNair do on selling what you and I just said? Yeah. You know, in getting the candidates that they want. For example, um, Trailer Wheel and Frame text page, uh, twelve eighty one uh, on the Trailer Wheel and Frame text page. I think that fans would give D'Amico Ryan's the same benefit of the doubt on not taking a QB that you guys talked about with Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh. Oh, okay, yeah. Now, Aaron, um, Aaron uh, Wilson, Wilson had apparently said that D'Amico has said he's not interested in the Texans' job. Um, I hadn't seen that yet, but that's what people are telling me. Okay. Did you see the actual article or tweet? No, I did not. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. I did not. So uh, that's uh, – people tell me that, and yet they haven't forwarded it to me, so I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll search for that. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm curious about that. I don't know if, if that would be for any particular reason or maybe just that he – uh, doesn't want to be that guy that has the extra pressure of going back and and coaching at his alma mater, so to speak. Maybe he's watched Jeff Saturday and what he's gone through and thought, well, okay. people like me in Houston, and I'd like to keep it that way. We haven't talked about this yet. I'm glad you brought up Jeff Saturday. Dude, what a disaster. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what an absolute disaster. And look, the Colts, that that's not a good team as constructed right now. they got a lot of injuries. I think, I think they've got a when they're healthy, I think it's a decent roster. There yeah. were two times, there were, well, three times really in that game yesterday where I'm like, oh yeah, this guy is in way over his head. When they lined up for a field goal and Austin Deculus jumps off sides and the Colts go from having a field goal attempt from like the, the seven yard line to having fourth and goal at the three and Jeff Saturday changes his mind and goes for a touchdown, which is fine, but he had to call a timeout to do it. 
it like it dawned on him like two thirds of the way through the play clock, like, oh, you know what? It's week eighteen. We suck. We have nothing to lose. Let's go for a touchdown. So he burns a timeout, which I thought was I thought was it was aggressive, but I even turned to Clint and Parker, who I was watching the game with, and I said, I don't like this decision. Sam Ellinger's your quarterback. Just take the three points, dude. Like you're yeah. like he's down in those close quarters. I don't trust Sam Ellinger at all. And then at the end of both the half and the game, his clock management was abysmal. His use of timeouts was terrible. He let when you get down under like forty seconds and you've still got timeouts, especially under thirty seconds, dude, use them if the clock's running. It takes fifteen seconds to line up and run a play. Yeah, like yeah. You, if you got them, you have to use them, and then you figure out how to stop the clock after that on the subsequent plays. It's, um, <laughs> but that's what you get when you got a guy that, I mean, those are the mechanics that go on that there's a, there's a million different moving parts. It's like learning how to drive a, a 16 wheeler and, uh, double clutching and all that stuff. It's not the same as hopping in a car and pressing the gas. Right. Um, so in Aaron Wilson's article on clicktohouston.com last night, he said, former Texans linebacker D'Amico Ryans, the San Francisco 49ers highly rated defense coordinator, is not expected to pursue the job according to sources. Ryans once filed a lawsuit against the Texans in the NFL seeking damages and alleging issues with the field services design and construction after suffering a torn Achilles at NRG Stadium. Ryans is expected to be picky as he pursues head coaching opportunities and isn't in a rush to leave the 49ers high caliber defense. I'm, um, I'll be honest with you there. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to talk to some people about this. The lawsuit isn't necessarily as big an obstacle, I think, as it's sometimes pointed out to be. Um, but understandably, like that's a highly individual thing, depending on how both parties feel about it. So uh, there's just, suffice it to say, between Aaron Wilson and then the lack of smoke otherwise about D'Amico and the Texans being interested in each other, it looks like that's not probable at this point. I guess, you know, the, the, the part that's interesting to me, other than the lawsuit, the part that's interesting to me is the that – D'Amico might just stick with the 49ers for another year and pursue jobs at that time. I I do think the thing about D'Amico that does not apply to many of these coaching candidates, D'Amico's made a lot of money. Yeah, he he yeah. doesn't, you know, a lot of these guys jump at these jobs because it's the first and maybe only 5 or 6 million dollar paycheck that they're ever going to see. And so they take the job and if it doesn't work out, then you get a golden parachute and you are going to get any coordinator job that you want in the league because you've been a head coach. Yeah. D'Amico doesn't need to do that. D'Amico played in the NFL for about, what, eight, nine, ten years? Would have been longer without the injuries. And he did get a second contract eventually. Dude, you know who does it? I mean, NFL coaches might be the absolute best at downplaying the money side of the profession. I mean, it's rarely really talked about or even thought of as, like, one of the big motivating factors for guys. More so, and I mean, college coaches, it ends, you know, like that. Harbaugh right now is very potentially just angling for more money. Uh, this is the way Saban has done at various times. But, um, I mean, yeah, these guys, like, they're, why do guys take bad jobs? Because it's a lot of money. Yes. But they don't post about it on social media or anything. Right. And they show up wearing sweatpants and with coffee stains on them. Dude. So they, they do a pretty good job of presenting, like, a monk-like image that doesn't care about money and material things. It's a lot of money. Okay. It's a lot of money. And D'Amico already has, presumably, a lot of money. 
which head coach would be most likely to start acting like Deshaun Watson on Instagram? Cliff Kingsbury. It, he has already. You know, like, remember Cliff Kingsbury? Inside the his big, huge house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Belichick's sitting there on a folding card table uh, with his with his, his dog, dog next to him, looking like he's in this cramped little closet yep. of an office. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, funny. Belichick knows what he's doing. Yep. That's a dude who summers on uh, in on. Nant- oh, Martha's Vineyard. Yes. Like yes. one of the wealthiest places on earth in the summer. But but somehow he's got the image of just this guy that he cares not about material. Things. That's building a brand. That's yeah, what building yeah. a brand is right there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Payne and Pendergast with you. It's a reaction Monday. Lovey Smith fired. We're obviously going to talk about that in headlines. That'll be the talk here on the station throughout the rest of the day as well. I'm assuming uh, John Harris, Mark Vandermeer take over at the top of the hour. So we'll get to Lovey and headlines, the Texans yesterday, the NFL playoff picture. We've not looked at that yet. And there is a national championship game tonight in college football. The Texan fans should be very, very, very interested in, and we will tell you why next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.